Welcome to Geek Gab on the Books. I'm Brian Niemeyer, brianniemeyer.com. And with me today is very special returning guest, superhero author Lucas Flint. And today we have a very special topic for you, which is something that uh, our guest has researched. Lucas, how are you? Very good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thanks for, for coming. Like I said, we have a, a talk today that you've researched, and you didn't really find that anyone else had spoken about this, it, at least in print. And what is a topic that uh, you brought to me today? Uh, I want to talk about how to uh, make the jump from writing fan fiction as a hobby to becoming a professional fiction writer. And you yourself have made that jump, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. All right, well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you did as a fanfic writer and how you made that transition to going pro. Okay, um... So I started writing fan fiction back in 2006, I believe, or late 2005. That's when I first, you know, got started writing, and um, that's what—that's how I first found out that I liked writing so much. I wanted to be a writer. So for the next decade or so, I just wrote fan fiction and posted it online and got feedback from readers and stuff like that, you know, all the usual fanfic stuff. Um, well, but um, on the side, I would, you know, try my hand at, at uh, original novels and short stories. Um, but I didn't really uh, focus on it too much because I found fan fiction easier to write. Uh, but eventually around 2003, I decided I wanted to make a GoPro. So, um, I came up with an original novel idea and um, wrote it and put it on Amazon, you know, published it on Amazon 2014, and I've been writing original, uh, original thick ever since. Outstanding. Now, for those in our audience today who might not be familiar with the term fan fiction, would you be able to give us a definition of what fan fiction is? Sure. Uh, fan fiction is basically uh, writing like um, unofficial like fiction around an already existing uh, franchise or property. Like, you know, you could write a story um, set you know, like a Star Wars story about Luke and Han Solo. Um, I don't know, fighting the Empire at some point that you know isn't necessarily canon, but is your own. Uh, you know, your own spin on Star Wars or whatever. Um, so it's, you don't get paid for it, and um, it's, you know, it's perfectly legal, of course, but you can't get paid for it unless, you know, I guess you can convince, unless you're like, convince the license holders to take it, you know, make your fan fiction official. Right, and is that what you mostly wrote? Was it Star Wars fanfic? Uh, not just an example. I actually wrote my I actually wrote fan fiction based off Bionicle with an old uh, Lego toy line from uh, the first from started in two thousand one and ended in twenty ten. 
that was what originally caught my interest. There were the books and tie-in comic books written based off it, and I just, you know, started writing my own Bible stories. It got, you know, I wrote a lot in that um, particular universe. Yeah, I, I do remember that line. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So it just goes to show folks that you can write a story about anything. I believe Jim Butcher has said that he he once challenged a panel audience at a con to give him the two worst ideas they could. Not to say that Bionicle is a bad idea for a story, but he maintained that a good writer could write a good story about anything and the two ideas that uh, the audience gave him were the Lost Roman Legion and Pokemon. And he took that and made Codex Alera. So, yeah, I heard about that too. I think I've discussed it on the, on the show before. Now, you mentioned that when you're writing fanfic, you are taking another license holder's IPs and characters, and you're writing your own story with it. For anyone who wants to get started in fanfic, are is it is there any etiquette or webiquette, I suppose, or and I know you're not a lawyer and wouldn't presume to give legal advice, but anything that you would recommend for aspiring fanfic writers to do, any steps to take to avoid potentially, you know, getting a cease and desist or getting some kind of legal trouble. Um, I know some fanfic writers will put like, you know, disclaimers at the beginning of stories like, I didn't, I did not create these characters or this world or whatever. And, um, I know there's some people who don't want fanfiction written about their, in their world at all, not even just, you know, like a hobby or just for fun. So if someone, you know, doesn't want fanfiction written about their stuff, then you should respect that and, or at least... <laughs> Yeah, just respect their wishes and um, not write or publish any fan fiction using their uh, stuff. So, but it's perfectly legal, I think, but you just can't make money off it. You know, then, um, then you get into big trouble. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there you go, folks. Geek Gab. Well, actually, I do not recommend any legal activity. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's actually uh, Kindle Worlds. I don't know if you've ever heard of that program that Amazon has where you can write whole fan fiction. A certain number of licensed worlds, like G.I. Joe, where you can make money, you can make money off that fan fiction. But that's a, pretty, that's a different situation from what most fanfic writers do. Right. Well, where do most fanfic writers publish their fanfic? Uh, there's a lot of places. You know, it's, it's been a while since I've published fanfiction, so I don't know if there's anything new, but I know that there's a place called fanfiction.net, which is, which is, or maybe was, I don't know if it still is, but was like the biggest fanfiction site on the uh, on the web. But I also know that plenty of people post fanfiction on places devoted to particular franchises, like uh, a Star Wars fan might post a Star Wars fanfiction on Star Wars form, or in my case, I posted my fanfic on a Bionicle fan site. Um, and I, and I bet you could find it um, on social media or in uh, places like Wattpad, maybe. But I don't know for sure how 
know, pay for I use social media to distribute their work directly to it all. Because I sort of stopped writing fan fiction by the time social media was, you know, took off. Okay. And so fanfic writers like Tier Knowledge aren't really publishing, say, on Amazon, but making the books free. Because I believe that might set you up for some potential trouble if you did that. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's doing that, but I wouldn't recommend it for just, just you know, because it's too, it's all too close to actually selling, you know, a book. Except if you do it with Kindle Worlds, and that case it's okay, but otherwise I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it myself. There's too much potential legal trouble there. Yeah, the only exception would be um, properties that have gone into the public domain, like the Lovecraft mythos. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the public domain fan fiction is perfectly fine. Don't worry about that. Hey, good to know. Now, do you have any tips for fanfic writers who want to make the jump and go pro? Are there any different habits or different mindset, a different approach between fanfic and writing professionally? Um, yeah, the biggest problem I had when jumping from fanfiction to profic was, was um, creating my own stuff. You know, it's like I knew how to make, I knew how to make stories and ideas and characters that fit in the Bionicle universe, for example, but coming up with my own original characters and world and stuff was hard. So, what I found helped was that I would take these ideas or these characters or whatever, and then just take out the biological parts and replace them with original stuff. Or I take character names, find the new characters. In fact, my first novel I ever published, you know, as a self-publisher was um, actually, it took a part from one of my fanfics and turned it and basically expanded it into the entire plot. So I did that. That was really helpful. You know, like, so don't be afraid to, so I can't, publish your fanfic as they are, but you can't take some of the ideas from your fanfics and change them around to get rid of the, you know, uh, elements you don't own and turn that into original stuff. But nowadays, it's, it's, it's easier for me to come up with original plots since I've written so many books. Yeah, exactly. Practice makes perfect. And of course, the most famous example of what you're talking about is someone taking an original property and just kind of doing a palette swap to get around uh, any potential legal snags and then hitting it big is Fifty Shades of Grey, which started as Twilight fanfic. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is um, that's a good example of that. Oh, it's most famous. Yeah, exactly. It's like Bradford Walker in the the chat got to that thought of Fifty Shades at the same time I did. Yeah. I'll think about two. Okay, so did you find the transition to going from a hobbyist to a pro to be difficult? I know you said it, it took some work, but did, did you really have to just discipline yourself and, and buckle down we're here to a schedule. Like, what, what habits did you develop? Well, even before I went professional, I was always very disciplined in my writing because I always wanted to be a professional writer. So even before, even you know, years and years before I first indie published, I was already you know writing like an hour a day and editing my work and publishing them on a regular schedule. So um, that helped. 
But um, I think the biggest difference uh, between fan fiction and pro fiction writing is that fanfic writers, um, as a rule, they tend to do it for fun. They have no, you know, like they tend to um, just do it just because they enjoy it or they do it on their off time. It's just a hobby. But for professional um, writers, we have to uh, we have to pay attention to the, to the market to some degree and do, do marketing and learn about copyright and all these other and you know and uh, basic business stuff. It's only so forth. But I will say that um, indie publishing actually, like indie publishing and fan fiction are, are very similar in the sense that you're the one who's in charge of putting out your work and you have a closer connection to your readers. So I think that, um, and there's still definitely challenges to be made in general from fan fiction and indie publishing, but, um, and that, but it wasn't, um, I think it would have been harder if I tried to go the you know, traditional route because traditional publishing is a completely different beast from fan fiction. And um, yeah, it's just the mi mindset is a pretty big difference. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll find in some quarters that the term amateur is thrown around like an epithet. And I, I totally disagree with that mindset. Because an amateur is, is just someone who loves something, who's passionate about it, and you know that's the stuff that pros are made of. It's it's that passion plus discipline plus being market facing. That in in my experience is what allows you to make that jump to a professional career. Would you agree? Uh yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, to be a writer, you really have to be willing to work for it because it's a very difficult thing to. Do. At least it's difficult to make a real living at it. I mean, it's easier than ever with indie publishing, but even indie publishing, you still have to do a lot of work. So if you love it, then it's easier to handle the various ups and downs of the business. I agree. All right, excellent. Well, we are coming up on the end of the show already. Time flies. Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention to our audience? Um. I guess I want to say that um, I found that uh, fan fiction can be uh, good practice for original fiction writing, but um, there, there can, there's also like I think there's some bad habits in the fan fiction community, like. Um, a tendency to not finish stories or to just, just write little short stories or flash fiction, but never actually tackle novels. So, so that's um, so there are certainly habits they have to get over if you want to make the jump from fanfic to professional fiction. So, um, do you have any I, projects? Uh, huh? Do you have any projects you're working on right now that you'd like our audience to know about? Um. I'm currently working on the uh, a new superhero series coming out, and probably gonna come out in early 2018, um, called the Supervillains Kids. It's about these two young uh, superpowered teenagers who were uh, who were attending the superhero school, but their mom was a supervillain, so they're attending the school. But she was arrested, and now they're attending the school in order to learn how to become superheroes, not follow in their mom's steps. All right, excellent. 
And a reminder, folks, you can find links to Lucas Flint's stuff, to his, his writing, his blog, his Amazon page, in the show notes below. You can also find a link to GeekGab Prime, our regular Saturday show with uh, my inimitable co-host, Daddy Warpig and Dornall. You can also find links to my blog, frightenemar.com, and also to my award-winning Soul Cycle and my standalone novella, Name of the Pearl, which also, if you go to my blog, is currently free to new newsletter subscribers. Um, now, by the way, is an excellent time to get started on the Soul Cycle if you haven't read it yet, because you should have just enough time to read an Ethereal Soul Dancer and the Secret Kings before, uh, before the final book, The Ophian Rising, comes out later this fall. Well, thanks for joining us. This has been season one of Geek Gab on the Books. We will see you sometime after the first of the year for season two. And until then, remember to keep reading. <laughs>